everybody, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Mike, and thank you for joining me for this episode of Amateur All Tours. You can follow the show on Twitter at All Tours Pod. You can email the show with any questions, comments, or concerns at the Amateur All Tours Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, this week, guys, I have another uh, hot takes episode for you, and uh, we're focusing on sports documentaries. Um, right now, I'm kind of thinking about, I have two in mind that I want to talk about, um, specifically one. Um, and they're both about sports that I don't think necessarily get a lot of attention. One I know definitely doesn't get a lot of attention. Um, so I guess we can start with, so the two documentaries I have in mind. One is A Shot in the Dark, which is about uh, a blind wrestler, Anthony Ferraro. Uh, obviously true story. Um, he is a blind wrestler and it follows his senior year where uh, trying to meet his goals of becoming um, or like a district's uh, qual or a district's winning wrestler for his high school in New Jersey uh, to win his uh, the dis win the districts win the regionals and ultimately win the states and be the first uh, at that time the first blind wrestler to do so and the other documentary I was hoping to talk about is Eddie versus Thor uh, I, I think it's called like the True Story so this follows the uh, the story of of the 2017 uh, World's Strongest Man competition, a controversial uh, year competition um, between Eddie Hall and Thor uh, Bjornsson, uh, because this was kind of a this this documentary was made uh, for those of you who don't know they had a recent boxing match uh, this the, like the strongest heaviest boxing match in history and it was a like five-year uh, feud that started at the 2017 Strongman Olympic or Strongman Games uh, because uh, Thor Bjornsson had lost to Eddie Hall by, I guess, two points. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Thor uh, Bjornsson is uh, the mountain on Game of Thrones. So he kind of supposedly was, uh, from the perspective of Eddie Hall, was using his his clout to smear the the win against Eddie Hall, make these wild accusations that he was cheating, that he was in cahoots with the judges, that all of his uh, athletic accomplishments uh, up to a certain point were fixed and rigged and were illegitimate. And it started this this like five year long uh, feud that culminated in this boxing match that was at the time of this recording not too long ago. And uh, this documentary was released, uh, it was supposed to be released on Netflix, I believe, but Eddie Hall bought the rights and released it free on his uh, YouTube channel. So these are the two documentaries I want to talk about, mostly because uh, I love documentarian uh, filmmaking. I actually did an episode, uh, I guess it was last year, with uh, Mike Scott about documentaries. Uh, I, I love true stories. I think... Documentary filmmaking is another art completely in itself, uh, just capturing the, the the essence of life and of the experience. And Or even, you know, you could try and go as, as objective as possible and just show the facts, or you go the other route and try and make, uh, you can spin the facts and warp the footage and in editing and make a, a narrative out of that as what we see in Pumping Iron. Um, so I, uh, I think what's great about these two documentaries is that they're more, uh, objective in their nature. They're not trying to like, spin the narrative to give a viewpoint. They're just telling the story of, uh, 
these the athletes that are participating. So I want to let's first talk about uh, Thor or Eddie versus Thor because uh, I have a lot more to say about uh, a shot in the dark. So once again, this is a hot takes episode. I, I I've watched these both uh, over the last few months, and uh, they've been kind of on the back of my brain, uh, and I just want to talk about them. So I'm going to start with the, uh, the World's Strongest Man documentary, because I think World's Strongest Man, is it's a, it's a growing sport. I mean, it's been around for decades, since the 70s, but I feel like it's been getting a, um, a new uh, rejuvenation, I guess you could say. It's getting more focused and hype. And rightly so, the the feats of strength that these guys can do are absolutely incredible. I myself have been getting into this, uh, getting into the sport, as in consuming it. I am by no means a strongman. I will not be participating in any strongman type abilities. I am a six foot, lanky, tall, white dude. There's no way I'm going to be doing whatever these guys do. But um, I am really into fitness and um, and overall general health. Uh, I was a collegiate swimmer. I played sports all throughout high school. Um, I, as you guys know, listening, I practice jujitsu. So uh, I coach high school swimming as well. I'm a big proponent of healthy body, healthy mind. So I still re- regularly exercise. So uh, just like the, the strength sports are really fascinating to me and what these guys can do. Um, so like I said, Eddie versus Thor takes place during the 2017 uh, World Strongest Man competition. This is like kind of the culminating point. This is the this is the competition that these guys are training for. This is the international event that the best of the best of the best come here, and they all compete yearly to see who's the strongest man. And every year, the games keep getting harder and harder, and, and the competition keeps getting more difficult and more difficult. And 2017 seemed to be, like, that pinnacle year where, like, this was, like, going to be the year that changed everything. And it was in many different ways, some good, some bad. So what I really liked about this documentary was just the I – was, I was pretty – I was surprised as well at the objective nature of it, um, especially with the endorsement of Eddie Hall. Um, I, 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 really enjoy, I really enjoy Eddie Hall. I love his content. I watch his YouTube channel. Um, I think his personality is 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 very uh, boisterous, but in a great way. He's he's a showman. He's the beast. You know he he knows how to put on a show, and he knows how to hype an event, and he uh, knows how to bring a crowd to um, the, the sport and of strongman. And so uh, when he announced that he was releasing this documentary, I was interested. And the filmmaker uh, had made. Well, I was curious going in because the filmmaker of this documentary made a, sh- um, I guess, a response, a short, actually using segments that was later featured in this documentary. Because um, one of the big things uh, was that Thor uh, accused Eddie of in cahoots with the, the judges and uh, that he was robbed of, uh, of refs during a particular uh, set uh, or particular um, event, the Viking press. And I'm not going to I'm not going to explain for the the, the layman. Essentially, um, the, the, to try and sum up what had happened was uh, as Thor was doing the lift, he didn't do it as technically sound, and the referee had taken away two reps 
or one one or two reps uh, after giving Thor uh, three like eh, iffy reps. So uh, and Eddie Hall came in and beat Thor by one rep. And Thor was arguing that you know if he had those additional reps that he could have won the event, tied the event, and just edged Eddie Hall out by a few um, by a few points. And in this video, the filmmaker uh, had used was explaining why the lift wasn't technical. He interviewed judges that were there. He, sh he slowed down the footage, explained the footage, and showed, like, no, like, Thor was actually incorrect, and th if this is the basis of his of his complaints that he was robbed, they're baseless. Like, he didn't do the lift correctly where Eddie Hall did. And so that was, like, this video. So going into Eddie versus Thor, I was like, okay, like, is this going to have a slant that, like, is going to be slanderous towards Thor, or even just like even kind of basing a little bit more um, like favorability towards Eddie Hall. But I was actually really genuinely happy, and not, maybe not so much surprised, but I was just really genuinely happy that while yes, it focused on uh, Eddie and Thor because they were the the top runners, and this was kind of uh, adding a little bit of context behind this feud. It focused on a, a lot of different guys, you know, Brian Shaw in particular, um, four times World's Strongest Man, another strong man that I follow, and he's just like an excellent addition and, um, and an, uh, an excellent athlete and uh, someone that is really pushing the bounds of the sport uh, of strongman. Uh, they focus a lot on Brian Shaw and other like strongman that were like popular strongman that were competing there. Um, and and it, and it focused on all of the world's strongest man, like ups and downs of Eddie Hall and the context leading into uh, their feud, you know, uh, Europeans, world's strongest man briefly before that. And Eddie's uh, comfort, uh, his, his change in, in body mass and his dedication to wanting to be world's strongest man. And, um, yeah, I just really enjoyed this documentary. I thought the behind the scenes was really awesome. Just seeing how the officials acted with one another, and also just seeing the camaraderie of all the strongmen and how close they were with one another. You know, it's when it's time to compete, for the most part, they're all, like, it's, it's game time. Like, this is my competitor, this is an opponent, I have to beat them. But for the most part, once the competition was over, they all were, like, super tight and really close. Even to uh, a degree, Eddie and uh, Thor, they were really close. And Europeans, or Europe's strongest man... Uh, the European competition, um, they, you know, Eddie Hall lost to Thor, and, you know, he was right next to Thor, holding his hand up, you know, celebrating with him, and it was very interesting seeing that perspective, because now, in today's day and age, seeing their feud in, in, the, fight, in the fight press, and, you know, taking that little, like, meta-knowledge, you know, it's interesting how they can go from, you know, being joy uh, being overjoyed that the other one had done well in a competition to literally hating the other one and wanting to you know hurt each other in a boxing ring it's very interesting to see that uh that perspective change and i think that this documentary helped add some context as well as give a lot of good behind the scenes of how world strongest man works and functions and seeing the athletes and seeing the events and, like, literally, like, the feats of strength that these guys do. And I think it's a perfect segue for a lot of, um, or an entry point for a lot of new people to the sport of strongman. Uh, I, myself, I'm still, I still consider myself a layman when it comes to strongman. You know, I, I think this documentary really helped shape my view of what 
the uh, world's strongest man competition is and what they do when the training that goes into even the mindsets of these athletes. Um, I'm, I'm very genuinely surprised that this isn't uh, even bigger. I, I think it's, 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 I guess, more domestically in the United States, it's not as big. Uh, because in Europe, strongmen are apparently like superstars over there. And I mean, they're literally gods like the, some of the, the feats of strength that these guys do are in is absolutely incredible so uh yeah final thoughts on eddie versus thor uh, i think the title is a little misleading but overall it's a it's an awesome documentary it's for free in three parts on eddie hall's youtube channel all you have to do is just type in eddie versus thor episode one two or three it's on his channel um at the time of this march of 2022 it is uh still up and available um yeah, go give it a check. Check it out, guys, and hopefully, yeah, try to check out Strongman if you haven't heard of it. It's a, it's a pretty awesome sport because uh, it's it's not like Mr. Olympia. It's not bodybuilding. These guys do not care about aesthetics. I think they even have a running joke where it's like, well, how guys, like, I think someone was asked, like, well, you're so strong. Where are your abs? And one of the strongmen said, well, abs are just a sign that you don't eat enough. And, you know, they definitely embrace the the strength, the functional strength versus, you know, aesthetic pleasing like bodybuilders like Arnold and, and pumping iron. So yeah, I really uh, recommend this documentary. It's for free too. So it's even better. So now I want to move on to a shot in the dark. And this documentary spoke to me in a different way um, because it's a little bit more of a, a more intimate uh, look at an athlete, at one particular athlete. So like I mentioned earth, earlier, it follows the blind wrestler of Anthony Ferraro who uh, at that time, this was uh, 2012, I believe, when the documentary was filmed. And uh, he's a senior in uh, New Jersey high school, and it's his, um, it's his journey of wanting to achieve his goals of being this top-tier blind wrestler while competing against able-bodied, uh, able uh, I don't know if that's the correct term, but uh, going against wrestlers that don't have any disabilities. So he literally is shot in the dark. You know, he physically can't see. And, you know, he, he had to work super hard to get to where he was at. So a little background about Anthony Ferraro as well. I I heard about him uh, through Instagram. Uh, popped up on some suggested feeds, like some sto suggested stories that I might like. And uh, he is a motivational speaker. And you might see his, uh, his shorts uh, on Instagram or Facebook, maybe even YouTube. And he says, it's typically his tagline is, I'm blind, let's do X. So it's like, I'm blind, let's paint picture. I'm blind, let's go skateboarding. I'm blind, this is how I make chicken. You know, it's just like the daily life of, um, of him being a blind person. And, and, it, and he's so pure in his videos and he just has like this he's always smiling he uh he's like this long haired he's got a like nice scrumpy beard he looks a little like a hippie uh but it's such like a he's got tie-dye he's such a uh, he's such an electric personality that you just can't help but feel good when watching him so he said oh like this is how i watch movies oh we should check out this check out my movie here's the trailer and i remember seeing it be like oh wow this seems like something i want to check out so i uh, i bought it on amazon prime because i didn't want to rent it i knew that this was going to be something i wanted to watch and i turned it on and what's interesting too about anthony in this is that 
it's it's great like seeing the growth of where he is now because in the documentary he's he's like kind of a quiet introverted kid and I, he's a he's an introverted 17 year old and i and i kind of related to that because uh, as much as i view myself as an introvert now when i was in high school and even you know early college i was a lot quieter i wasn't as sure of myself i uh maybe was a little bit more introspective about what i thought of myself what i my perception of how others viewed me and i feel like anthony was the same here you know he's not as uh flamboyant's not the right word but he isn't as um loud uh and i don't mean that as a uh i I mean that as a compliment like he he's not as uh like bubbly in his personality he seems a little bit more serious and and i think that uh and it's great seeing him now of just how his growth as a person and and uh and how he's inspiring people in a different way when i was viewing this documentary it seemed like anthony was more uh inspiring uh, as a leader uh by action and now it's i feel like he's more leading um through words and as well as actions but um it was very interesting seeing this um like a 17 year old uh in the you know as a wrestler of Anthony Ferraro because it's almost it's almost like two different personalities here and it's 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 very it was very interesting to see that in this documentary and see it portrayed um and uh, yeah like i said we see we follow through his entire season uh his senior year uh with the backdrop of uh hurricane sandy that swept through uh the east coast pretty devastating and i have to say i was i was rewatching this the other day and the one the cinematography is is breathtaking um i think i think wrestling is one of those sports that I think by itself it's very interesting cuz it's very physical, it's very engaging, but it's like how do you film that? And the directors, one of which was um Anthony's uh late uh his, his brother who passed away of a of an overdose unfortunately. Um just the the blocking and the framing and even just like the lighting that they were able to get of these of uh these wrestling matches were amazing. I've never been to a wrestling match, so I don't know if it's as cinematic as uh <laughs> as this movie makes it but the movie really gets the action and it gets the whole frame you know there's no cutting there's no like electric uh editing here it's just fluid movements and watching anthony wrestle wrestle is it it's nothing short of a, of amazing you know he moves so gracefully um wrestling here and i think there's even a segment when uh uh when a visiting coach comes into the gym and is talking to Anthony's high school coaches and he's like that kid's blind really like he doesn't move like it and like yeah i'm telling you he can't see he's he's blind in one eye and has like 2600 in one vision in one eye like he can't see he can't drive and they're pairing that dialogue with Anthony wrestling and doing these moves and doing these escapes and you're like holy shit like this guy can move and i think that it's seeing this seeing how him move and watching him dominate that when he is in a match and he and he is uh it's like it's nail biting like i got to admit when we were at his um the district's uh meet or the district's uh wrestling match my heart rate was thumping out of my chest and i don't remember the last time i that i experienced that a in a sports film 
or just a film alone. Like I'm not I'm not joking. When 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 we were watching Anthony, especially culminating to this point where at the end it's uh, there's a lot riding on this uh, on this match, and we know the history, we know the motivations, and we're there. And that's where I think the the blocking of the and the filming of this documentary is great because there's not a lot of cutting. There's maybe just a few pans of the camera to follow the action, but you are placed in the auditorium of this um, of these matches, of these wrestling matches. And I have, and I, I, I shit you not, I think my heart rate must have been at uh, 150 when I was watching, um, like 150, 160 when I was watching these final matches. Just knowing the history and knowing, feeling like I know who Anthony is as a person, as an athlete bringing my own history in of like being at these big events, either whether it be swimming, whether it be when I was in high school, when I played lacrosse, whether it be when I competed at a jujitsu tournament, like just having that, I had a second, I had an adrenaline rush just from like watching this. It brought me back to that place. And I think that is amazing. And I think that I don't think you need to have the experience to, to necessarily have that adrenaline rush. It brought me back to a place. It triggered something so primal in me as well that um, that I think just goes with the sport of wrestling as well. It's so primal in its nature, and it's, it's just fighting. It's basic fighting. Um, so, yeah, I really enjoyed the documentary. I really appreciated uh, the interviews that Anthony has, and as well as the coaches and their perspectives and uh, the parents uh, it was heartbreaking watching those moments when opponents' parents are saying, uh, oh, he's faking it, he's faking it. And it's like how – it's disgusting that 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 parents are, are like this or, or, you know, people have to live vicariously through their kids, that they have to put down someone that is fighting through all of these roadblocks and, and fighting – everything that is going against like all the odds are against Anthony in this and, and, and wrestlers like him there. He's not the only blind wrestler and I'm sure they have it just as hard that people think that they're faking because um, a blind wrestler has to wrestle differently. And then you have coaches uh, beating the system, trying to gain the system. They're uh, like grown men are trying to get under the skin of a 17 year old who's blind and they know it. They know what they're doing. They are trying to get a reaction out of him, and they know that if we push these buttons, we will get a reaction, and it will get him off guard, which is disgusting in its own right, I think, arguably. Like, that is so beneath – that defeats the purposing uh, – excuse me – defeats the purpose of being a coach. And being a coach, I would never try and piss off an opponent to try and give my guy or my, my girl or, or someone my, – my athlete a leg up. That's just disgusting in poor sportsmanship, like taking advantage of an insecure high school or 17-year-old who has all these disadvantages against him, and the odds are stacked against him, but you still feel the need to take advantage of that even further so you get a leg up. That's, that's disgusting in my, in my opinion, but I'm glad to see that Anthony was able to push through it, but it was heartbreaking, you know, seeing those... Uh, those candid moments where he's in the locker room and he's, you know, he's just saying like, I'm fucking blind. I can't see. And, and they're saying, they're calling me a liar. They're taking advantage of me. I'm fucking blind. Like I already have at a disadvantage and they're 
putting more disadvantages against me. And it's heartbreaking. And I think this is why I love documentary filmmaking is because of those candid moments of just, of just a real experience that, you know, something that I will never experience that many of us will never experience being blind and being in a top tier athlete and having to juggle all of that pressure. Um, so I, like I said, this documentary is very, I think objective in its view. It's not trying to emotionally manipulate, manipulate you because there's, it doesn't need any there. It's, it's already like the story and the images and, uh, the personality of Anthony, it doesn't need manipulation. Like it's so raw and real that you just, you just need to experience it. There's no, it, it's not like pumping iron where you need to fabricate a story. Like the story's there and it's very gripping in and of itself. So I guess in closing of my hot take, I hope, <laughs> I hope this all makes sense. I know I'm, I'm just kind of going off the cuff here into my phone but I really enjoyed the objective nature of both documentaries, kind of giving another insight of experiences that, you know, I will never have as, as a blind wrestler, as a world's strongest man. And just seeing the camaraderie and just like the hardships that athletes have to go through. Being an athlete, you know, I experienced them as well. And, and it made me the person I am today. And I would and I would argue that if you would ask any athlete, you'd ask Anthony Ferraro, ask Eddie Hall, even Thor Bjornsson, Brian Shaw, any of these athletes that were featured in these two documentaries of Eddie versus Thor and A Shot in the Dark, they would say that these hardships made them who they are, made them better people, made them push. And uh, that's just, I think, the beauty of sports, the beauty of athletics, is it teaches you these hard lessons that, you can't really get anywhere else other than through like the blood, sweat, and tears that are sports that you do through this dedication. So yeah, once again, Eddie versus Thor and A Shot in the Dark, highly, highly recommend these documentaries. Like I said, Eddie versus Thor is available for free on YouTube, at least in of March of 2022. It is available on uh, Eddie Hall's YouTube channel, uh, Eddie the Beast Hall. Um, all you have to do is type in Eddie versus Thor, episode one, and just, I think it's three episodes that are like 45 minutes each, 30, 30 to 45 minutes each. Um, so check that out, and A Shot in the Dark. Uh, I I bought it on Amazon Prime, but I'm sure it's available. You can rent it on a, on any like major platform like YouTube, Amazon. Um, that, that Those are just the two that are coming off the top of my head, but please buy it. I mean... It's definitely a documentary that you can always go back to, and uh, whether you're looking for inspiration, whether you want to get hyped up, um, watching you know someone excel at their sport and be just like a, a master at what they do, or if you just want a different experience that you will never, most likely never have, you know this is the beauty of film and documentary or document documentary filmmaking is gaining these experiences that you might not necessarily have. Um, I guess if we're going, again, with the Amateur Tours rating, we'll start with the Letterbox rating, because, well, Eddie vs. Thor isn't on Letterbox, but Shot in the Dark was. Um, I would say Eddie vs. Thor, the Letterbox, I would give it a uh, three and a half out of five stars, uh, and I would give it a seven and a half out of ten. Really enjoyable documentary. 
and uh, I would say Shot in the Dark, a 4 out of 5 stars, and I would give it um, an 8.5 out of 10. I definitely thoroughly enjoyed Shot in the Dark, a little bit more because it was a little bit more intimate and personalized towards a specific personality, but uh, yeah, both, both documentaries are stellar. And uh, highly, highly recommend, and I'm able. I'm glad I'm able to get, able to talk about them in a, be it a, off the cuff manner. Hopefully, they, my thoughts made sense, and I was able to convey, the, um, convey, how much I enjoyed them. But uh, but yeah, check these out, guys. Really enjoyed them. Uh, but yeah, that concludes this episode of Amateur Tours. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode. And uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at AltoursPod. You can email us with any questions, comments, or concerns at the DM at at gmail.com. And uh, as always, we'll see you next time, guys.